the club learn a lot from Omar, but Omar learn a lot for the club. In this combination, now go to United. That's what I was so, going to say, though, because he's, he, he's taking a lot of your, if you like, secrets, trade secrets. You know, yeah, but Kevin works. De Bruyne is still in Man City. De Bruyne will play here. Erling Haaland will play here. So at the end, it's not simple like that. You know that? Otherwise, with the power United, we have done before. So maybe United thinks with this person, everything is going to change. Congratulations. So I don't know it's going to happen this. I don't know. So ah, he's a lovely person, incredible character, incredible professional. I wish him yesterday I saw him. We hug each other and wish, wish him all the best. Deeply, I wish him all the best. So Because he's a fantastic person. What, what can I say? I don't know he's doing this. Everything is going to sort it and, and works. If it did happen, oh my God, they have to make a stand for a number of in the future. Hello guys, welcome and welcome again to another week of the Triple Cup show, man. It's been a while, I know. We are trying to give you chance, uh, guys a chance to watch uh, the, for those guys who are catching up with the Asian Cup and for those guys who are catching up with AFCON. At least now we know which teams are progressing and which team are not. Which in one way or another will interfere or will determine who we will bring to our teams because as we see now, team like Man City is becoming back to Man City. Liverpool doing again what Liverpool does the best. For once I'm happy, we'll not we'll be playing without man like man Onana for the first time and then I'm not that happy because I don't know what will the, our goalkeeper second goalkeeper do during that time and then what a good way to start an year still Liverpool on top of the table Arsenal is not there so the elephant is not on top and then another side KDB is back doing what he does the best week, week in he comes he has an impact it's a beautiful thing and then who are the best guys man to do the episode with starting top with man like uh, Brio an Arsenal fan in the house what's up my G great to be here how do you feel uh, the last game we played uh, you guys played you won like five goals and then man like Saka I know you do have a graduate Saka how do you feel man I have a graduate Saka but as a team and as a national fan, I feel relieved because our past few matches was a difficult one. Okay, do you think you're so gonna com- do you think I you're think gonna compete? You're gonna continue with that what we saw on that game? Yes, yes, for sure. We are hopeful. The team had enough period of rest. They went, did some training, and uh, during that uh, session of training and rest on the team, I believe the coach took the boys through some. I don't want to call it instruction, but some kind of talk, which I I want to believe. Bro- brought uh, motivation to improve okay. the performance on the pitch. Okay, on the other side, man, it's a big Manchester United fan on the house. Man, like kind of Joseph Maji. Joseph, my brother. Uh, how, how do you feel? Uh, the last time we played, uh, it was a long time ago and it was us against Spurs where we, we draw 2-2. I think that was the best game I've seen Manchester United play for a while. No, I tend to disagree with you. I was so disappointed, man. Uh, but uh, I hope things will look up. But with the numbers or how the team played, I think that was the... We saw a better team. We saw a team which has something to do or a team which was trying to do something according to me true but uh, we started by scoring you know and then uh, Spurs equalized and then we scored again and we couldn't hold the, the win so when they equalized again it was such a disappointment to see Okay. Uh, as of now, we already know uh, game week twenty six. I think it will be a blank where a team like it's Liverpool and Chelsea will do play Carabao. Yeah. Which team do you think gonna take this one? Is it yeah. is it is this is it the Liverpool guys or is it the Chelsea Chelsea guys, man? I don't think Chelsea will hold up to this. They've been very unpredictable this season. They they don't have something we called consistency. But with Liverpool being on top of the table, I think they need they have uh, they already have the motivation they want to win. 
that okay. uh, league. Uh, team like Arsenal, what do you think uh, Champions League will be back? Uh, maybe do you think uh, that will interfere with what your team plays, or you still now can try to try to catch up with the top top teams in the top four kind of a race and maybe win this EPL kind of a thing this time? That will depend on how the coach treats these two competitions. Because for me, the team is not yet ripe for competing on the level of Champions League, competing with the aim of winning the Champions League trophy. So if I was the coach, I would focus more on the domestic league rather than Champions League as focus on building the team to give it the capacity that big guns in Europe like Real Madrid, uh, Man City, the, the kind of quality they have. At okay. the moment, I don't think we possess that level of quality. And if I, if I was the coach, my focus would entirely be on you know, creating huge presence within the EPL. I was having a chat with a man like Joshua uh, where he was saying he thinks Nelson plays much better than Kai. Do you think that's a move that also your manager, he should be starting thinking of trying to bring in Nelson to play much earlier? Do you think if you see that kind of a game uh, where Kai Havers, I think he's playing better but still on the other end, a man like Nelson when he came, he changed the game completely. What do you think about that setup when you see Arsenal playing? I tend to disagree with Joshua. I think we, we blame players according to the game they've played that game but if they play another game and turn out on top, we don't tend to blame them. Just like Harry Maguire. A season ago, we were like, no, Maguire can't start. Nowadays, we are missing Maguire. I think with Kai, I think, uh, and Nelson, I think Kai plays better. Okay. On the other side, when we see now on the uh, the latest news, the CEO in us in, in Manchester United, uh, we took the CEO who was from uh, Man City, and the guy came and said, if you don't perform within two years, you'll be sold. Do you think that will have an impact with how the players will be playing? Because, for instance, Malek Marshall, I'm sorry to say, I don't know, for many years, man, he's been our striker, but he doesn't give us the goals. Do you think with that kind of uh, managerial person who has the knowledge about the football and then the Ineos guy came, they say, if you want to do an in, if you want to do a transfer, it first come, uh, we must give it a try before it goes on. So do you think with that new setup where Manchester United now, it has some guys who know what to do in the field and who knows about the football and uh, in, in, in large, do you think it will impact with how we see now our players playing and how the results will try to get with uh, somebody like a Ten Hag still being the manager? Yes, I do like the way he thinks i do like the strictness that he's bringing to manchester uh you can't have players sitting on your bench for for years and years and they are not performing very well and you keep on paying the players instead of instead of bringing in new players fresh players who are willing to play better than the players that are there. I I am 100% sure that uh, we'll see a different Manchester United. You know, I saw, I saw a funny thing on the online where <laughs> people was asked, do you know about the Oman or Omar something when he goes to, Arsenal, to Manchester United? Sorry. He said, uh, but we still do have Kevin De Bruyne. We still have somebody like a KD or we have somebody like a Haaland. We still have Walker. Do you think, is it like a bluffing or kind of a thing that Pep knows? Because uh, he said, even if we, we want somebody from Manchester United and the team agrees, we'll take him. And if Manchester United wants a player from uh, Manchester City and we agreed on the certain amount of value. As a manager, I've said from before, I don't hold on. If you want to go and we agreed on the same, it's okay. Do you think Pepper's bluffing or he knows something is coming up or I don't know. And then somebody thing uh, so uh, there was this funny clip when it, it ended when uh, uh, Ten Hag said in the beginning of the season, uh, I think Eras comes to end and then now we are seeing Klopp from Liverpool saying at the end of the season, he's leaving. Do you think he had something in there or it's, it, 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 was, it was something to come? Yeah, I think there's nothing big to read about that in terms of the relationship between the coach and and, and the club. I just think there are chances that Bob is eyeing uh, to become the new 
manager of the German national team and some powerful individuals within the German uh, football might have prevailed upon him to consider uh, taking over as the German coach because you can see the levels of football of the German national team has really gone down since the exit of Joachim Lo. In my view, when they look around, they see Klopp as the only person who might uh, bring Germany. Uh, they they can bring back the standard uh, Germany used to have if they get Klopp, you know, run the team but he said so i think it is but he said uh he's not gonna play in any he's not gonna coach any epl team and for the next like an year he's not going to any national team that's what he said that is what they tell us we've had uh, such statements before remember germany will not participate in any tournament after after euros the next tournament uh, that is coming big tournament maybe is the 2026 world cup i can bank my money on germany being led by Klopp for the 2026 world cup but also uh, liverpool is the team Klopp has uh served longest is in his club coaching history since 2015 so it could be that he wants some period of rest before he can now uh proceed to his next assignment which in my view is national national football, na- national football. okay i think uh it's just far-fetched uh, uh eric was just talking about errors that errors uh, usually come to an end it's a coincidence that Klopp is leaving the team, uh, Liverpool after uh, this season and Pep will always be Pep. Uh, we don't know what goes on through his head. We don't know what he plans, but uh, I think he's a man to be watched out. Okay, we'll yeah. see when that comes, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I've, uh, I've I've been those one kind of guys who have been uh, fortunate enough to watch some Asian kind of Asian games where I've seen teams like where we we said in our side maybe somebody like an um, uh, Son is not been our time when you come back to teams like when you come back to our FPL uh, fantasy. I mean, uh, somebody like a Son uh, still will be out. Uh, for this kind of a game in 2023 because also still they're progressing to the round of 16 on the other side somebody like a kudus also they, we, we thought he'll be back but still he'll be out and for the funny thing uh, for the best thing I, I saw this thing and it was funny carnage onana flying in with the private jet and he was angry that he was not part of the team i was like what the hell wrong with you guy man you just came in how do you want yourself to be fixed on the team and then lucky enough the next game the guy was given a chance and boom cameron was beaten what do you think <laughs> when you see that kind of a scenario you are arguing to be on the team and then you given you are given a chance you lose it and then the next game you don't play cameron plays well what do you think about when you see that scenario do you think manchester should learn something from that also that's very true i think we should look at things the way they look uh we can see that the problem is no manchester the problem is onana and we need to figure out things very fast and need uh to get to sign a new goalkeeper in this transfer window because we can't rely on such a goalkeeper uh, And then bro on the other side how, how how do you see the afcon how the players are playing there's have been complainers i think i say something like eto he's saying that uh, some guys are not playing for the badge something that it's not like how they used to play then back then while they were playing for the uh, do you think that's the same thing or is just just those one of the kind of a things yeah there's there is serious performance apathy coming from players especially for the teams that boasts Uh, of players playing in leagues abroad those teams are unfortunate look at a team like Cameroon Onana first the player has problems with attitude in my view he needs to undergo serious character engineering because if a, a, a player does not have or is not in the correct state of mind and that will include attitude and uh, how they uh, take instructions from the coach then that one is going to impact on the overall performance of the team those players who play in foreign leagues 
like Italy, you know, EPL, and they happen to uh, have created a name for themselves in those leagues, like Victor Osimhen of, of Nigeria. There is a problem when it comes to taking instruction from the coach, the national coach, who for most teams, they are local coaches. So that one is a problem because there is a sense of, I, I don't know whether to call it superiority complex on the part of those players playing in uh, foreign leagues. I think it's high time that most teams consider utilizing players who play in the domestic uh, leagues in local local uh, league because those are the players who for them there's something to prove they've got something to prove these are people who will want to use that platform of AFCON to prove themselves because they still want to grow their careers and probably get a chance to play uh, like their colleagues who are not performing well because for their for their colleagues they are already at the level any any player would desire to be okay do you so think do you think the players are underperforming or do you think the players are not they're not giving us what we, we see they are doing it on the national on the league kind of a level judging by how we know uh, the performance of these players these are the players we've watched play for their club they are underperforming and i think there is a deliberate uh, you know deep in performance for those players uh, on the other side man uh, so like, gaming 21 it was a crazy game like where uh, a week was stretching within uh, two two kind of a weekends where the average points was 47 points which i think for many guys who banked for those guys who supposed to be giving us the points that's why we we missed it was the guys who gave us the point was guys we never expected uh who could have said somebody like a gabriel from arsenal where somebody like a, a brio was here week in a car he's saying i'm gonna kick all these guys out of the game and he's he, he comes give us i think 14 to 16 points and then go to another side somebody like a diego jota where in the beginning we said yeah liverpool as a team it's not a team uh we should try maybe like not to con- to be convinced enough to be like the team we can bank in but uh when you check with how they played i think uh somebody like a jota banks in around 19 points somebody like a hodgeland for the first time he scored in the EPL again also he gave us the points Darwin Nunes I think somebody like a Joshua was so was so lucky enough because he had him on the team but still he, did, he never captained him he gave us 11 points and then who else somebody like a Martin Ailey man think this I think these are the things we should be trying to I don't know he was not in the first 11 he just came in under two minutes the guy had two goals I think KDB also he was not on the starting lineup uh came inside uh give us a uh, 12 clean points and then something like a Bradley from Liverpool after uh, Trent is gone and then also Semikas is gone came in and give us uh, like 8 points and then Gomez also is doing the nice thing he give us the 10 points what do you think those new guys who are coming in in the teams who are not in a fast 11 kind of a thing do you think this is the right way to go try to bring is those guys you see you have spotted they can give us the points but they have not been in anybody kind of a team or still try to do what we do the best stick with the guys we do have from there on the longest time and they're not giving us the points I think the, uh, when you play FPL for so long you'll realize there are game weeks that are like game week 21 where players that you didn't expect to perform they perform very highly but that doesn't mean they'll hold a player like uh, let's say Martinelli I don't see him uh, holding up the Bradley from Liverpool he's just there for a short time until uh, Trent comes back other players Darwin has been a disappointment Inks nobody saw it coming Hoyland is still in a team that is very unstable right now. I don't think uh, we should move on from good players that we have to players that actually performed very well in just a single game week. Okay. We have to analyze them and yes, for the consistency, to see the consistency. Okay, on the other side, man, Brian, when you see, do you think uh, if somebody has not yet used his wild card, uh, do you think after well, now we know game 25, it'll be a, there'll be a blank and game 26, there'll be a double. Do you think moving forward, when you know you have this information in mind, do you think is the right way, it's the right 
time if you have not yet activated your wildcard to activate it now to help you do or make your team because ourselves now you know we all, we were trying to hold it out because we knew somebody like a Salah maybe he will be back or somebody like a Son will be back from the international kind of a football I think it's too early to activate the wildcard I understand the wildcard is available for two rounds of the Premier League fix fixtures unless I am wrong. The first one was between until game 20 which is already gone if you have never used and then the, the, the second one is which yeah. you, which is live now you can use it now anytime now until game 37 38. Yeah I think it's too early we are just on the fifth or even third have we played five matches into the new into the second round. The first one if, only if, maybe two or maximum yeah after game 20. Yeah I think if you activate the world card if you are, if you go ahead to activate your world card now you can burn beyond recovery. Yes it is true that there are those players who have attended to their international duties but that shouldn't be uh, the reason to uh, activate the world card because there are other circumstances that might come to to the fore in future which might necessitate the use of that world card so i wouldn't advise using the world card at this time i tend to disagree with brian because i think the world card is there to aid you in times of need uh, i don't think uh, we are supposed to plan for a wild card i think the world card will automatically tell you tell you when you need to activate it because because if i'm going to get uh maybe 8 points hit to save my wild card that's all right but when i see that my team is my entire team is falling apart uh even if i had planned for the wild card in game with 30 i need to activate it right now because i can't take a 32 points hit or a 24 points hit i need to activate it earlier than that so i think uh, when you look at your team you will know when the wild card uh you need to play your wild card okay when you see the results now do you think now like uh, is it the right option now because we already know liverpool will be will, will, it, it's having like a kindness of a kind of a like a very nice kind of a fixture still uh but arsenal it's the team which i think it has the best fixtures uh topping up with fulham but i don't see that nice uh, kind of a thing also man city is a team which has burnley brentford everton then chelsea again as brentford and then i think they'll blank in game 26 i'm not sure yes and then again manchester united and then liverpool do you think when we look that fixtures then we check fixture like arsenal they do play against Nottingham forest liverpool West Ham, Burnley, Newcastle, Sh- Sheffield and then Brentford. Team like Fulham, it's Everton, Burnley, Bournemouth, uh, Aston Villa, Manchester United, Brighton and then Wolves. Do you think when you check those kind of a fixtures, are they do, do they convince you well enough to try to bring those assets in your team or not? It's it's not yet confirmed for you. You are not on that uh, kind of a hurry enough to bring them because of the fixtures. I tend to play tend to plan ahead like for example right now I'm trying to collect funds for Haaland because when he comes back of course he will be very explosive. and players like that uh, Salah trying to fix in Salah from game week 25 26 trying to plan for the blank game week and the double game week so when you plan your team ahead of the game weeks you tend to move in the right direction not unless something happens that you are not expecting like an injury or a red card or something but you can always bench you have four players to bench so you can always bench uh, the player who surprised you in that game week so I don't think uh this is the time to activate the wild card not unless you have more than five injuries in your team and uh or six the or players that are not playing okay on the other side when you check on the de- defensive kind of a game we saw somebody like a Protovic from Chelsea and still from Brentford trying to bring in and we have said Brentford they do have nice features could they play against Luton Crystal Palace Tottenham uh Sheffield Everton Fulham and Nottingham Forest do you think when you check that kind of a fixture do you think bringing somebody like a still on your team or bring Petrovic except that Chelsea now they do have a blank I don't think is the right option 
to go to him uh, and also they have like two game weeks where it's hard for me to try to bring them because if they play against Liverpool and Man City and then they, they have a blank Brentford team like a Newcastle I don't think that's a nice a right way to bring as an asset on your team but somebody like a steal but do you think that's a right option to have like a backup goalkeeper Premier League is becoming more unpredictable uh, so that looking at the fixtures might not be enough to uh, make a decision as to which player to bring in your team because right now the teams like Arsenal have confirmed to us that there is no team that is easy to beat actually they have helped us appreciate that even big teams cannot be relied upon for result but as to whether the goalkeeper for Brentford can be a good backup uh, I think if you want to have a backup goalkeeper then just go for a goalkeeper who you know will not be a regular your regular player because most of these goalkeepers who play for their teams they are very expensive and there is no point to have two goalkeepers in your in your team uh, that costs you much you better have a goalkeeper who does not play regularly just for purposes of completing your team but not uh, one who, who will um, you know uh, affect your finances okay so if he is a goalkeeper who will cost effective for purposes of your budget then I would recommend having him in your team in the in the event an injury uh, occurs on your first choice goalkeeper then that one would necessitate you getting another goalkeeper to oh. substitute uh, the one injured which do you think is a confirmed goalkeeper as you check the faces that you can rely on week in week out to give you the points like before we thought Ariola but not he's not giving us uh, somebody like uh, Martin uh, Martinez sometimes he's in sometimes he's out Leno Fulham is becoming I don't know I don't understand it nowadays uh, Sar from Le- uh, Wolves Wolves are a good team but still I'm not getting it who do you think is a confirmed goalkeeper that can be in our startup lineup week in week out and we can we can rely on him to get us the points I think at this point when it comes to goalkeeper you just pick one and try to stick with him because uh, there are no good uh, goalkeepers uh, in the APL that are keeping clean sheet that can guarantee very good points or very uh, too much saves. Uh, for example, I went with Martinez and for weeks uh, he has been giving me almost to nothing points but last game week he, this game week he gave me a very good points so i think you have ju- you just have to stick with your pre- with your goalkeeper Okay. When I see there's somebody, I think not much guys are are investing to him, but I think he's the right option to invest in come to defenders. Uh, somebody like a Doty and a Walker plus Gomez, because now we know he's like confirmed on that position. Do you think those three guys uh he's the right option to have on your team? Or and then I seem somebody like a Gabriel. We we see he can ha- he has the threats, but we saw maybe he has a knock on his end of a side. Do you think? Uh, but I'm sticking. I think if you have Estupina, Pedro Porro, that's a confirmed thing that everybody should have on his team. That's a confirmed thing. We don't need to argue about those. But somebody like a Doty to top up kind of a backup. Defense. Defense. Kyle Walker, we have seen if you play the game, he's doing the attack. Uh, do you think when you check this kind of a thing, do you think it's the right way to option to go to it or is the knee-jerk reaction according to what you say always? Most teams in the FPL are trying to manage uh, players, trying to manage uh, injuries, trying to um, to navigate through the double game week and the blank game week. So I don't think if you have good defenders who are playing, you should move them on. But they're very good options. Like uh, Alexander is almost coming back. Trippier has these uh, very good fixtures. Fixture run that is coming up. Pedro Porro, we've saw Gabriel. There's uh, Taukowski for a cheaper defender. Walker puts me off because of his price 
price point. There's Colwell. Um, there's a lot of options when it comes to your defense, and your we are not we are actually not focused on defenders more than we are focused in our mid and our forward. Do you think somebody like a Trippier and a Saliba and maybe a Botman from still Newcastle? Do you think the other guys are uh, you, you you may think to still have on your team or no? Right now, it's difficult to say which defenders which which defenders can bring more value than others, especially in in relation to Saliba and the Trippier, because I think their points distribution have been not very certain. Uh, there are those occasions and many of them Trippier will give you one point, two point, and there are those times when Newcastle are performing well as a team when Trippier is at the heart of uh, that good performance and he will give you more points. Uh, Saliba and Arsenal. Arsenal is a team that rarely keep a clean sheet. A clean sheet. It, it is difficult to vouch for these two players owing to the mixed performance of their respective team. If I was to pick a defender, I will look at, uh, and and because they also come with a price tag, uh, someone like Trip and, and, and Saliba, they are quite expensive, and I think that one is also informed by the teams they are playing for. If I was to advise on a defender, I will go teams like Brighton and, and Brentford, where it is easy when they are playing opponents like Sheffield, when is the, uh, Sheffield United or Nottingham, it, it is highly likely that those teams will keep a clean sheet than Arsenal or Newcastle, in my humble opinion. Okay, talking about a uh, team like Brentford, uh, I saw your ma- our man uh, Rogelan, he was from Spurs, came to Manchester United on the first kind of a side, and then now he, he moved also to, because like last time you said he moved to Brentford, like you just said that he does not see any part where Rogelan will fit on that kind of a Spurs team, and uh, true to his words, we see him now, he's playing for Brentford. Do you think also, because in Brentford I think he has confirmed to have the minutes, and he has confirmed to, to do the best, and then Brentford, uh, with the introduction of somebody like a Tony, do you think when you, he's, is he a guy we can Tried to consider and maybe a force to reckon with or not. Yeah, he's a new player in Brentford. The team he came from, uh, he was not granted minutes, so it will be too soon to decide before we start seeing him on action in action. But judging from how we have uh, seen him him perform previously and with the return of Tony, then you can you can only assume or expect that he's that kind of a player who is going to yield points for you. It might not be a bad risk, okay. but again, wait until I have seen. Him him in action for two, three. You see, FPL is like entrepreneurship. This is not like sports pesa where you you gamble reduced <laughs> on the figures you have and then you make a decision based on those analysis. Okay. So um future and uh, this being a game where there is interest and interest is based on the decisions you make after analyzing i will wait until i have seen him in three or five matches then i will consider whether i can add him to my team or advise anyone to uh, bring him on board okay can i just say that i i do agree with brian on this one i think uh it will be a knee-jerk or uh, too fast you're moving too fast to a player before you actually see him uh settling in the Team. So we need to watch out and put him uh, in our watch list. Okay. Where we come on that side, where it's the midfield, where I think I'm the only guy who banks with playing with five midfielders. Where according to me, up to now, I think Saka was the guy I thought he will give me much points for this kind of a thing. Where Salah and Sa- Salah and Tony are not out, Salah and Son are out. But unfortunately, things do happen. The maximum he has given me, I think, is three points, man. So when I'm checking, I think I'm trying to figure it out where I can bring KDB, uh, have Bowen, have Copama, play Jota, and have uh, Gordon. And on the bench, maybe I'm trying to think if I can bring somebody like uh, in place of one of the guys. I play somebody like a winner from uh, Tottenham. Do you think when I check those kind of a thing on my 
kind of a thoughts do you think it's a wild move to have kdb bowen palma jota anthony gordon or wana from uh, maybe there's somebody who i'm missing in out uh, from these other teams which you, you think he's giving points that i'm thinking according to me he's not yet there but he should be there kdb is a must uh, have player i think if you i think uh, how many players have brought him in one million managers have brought kdb in palma has been very very consistent i agree with you daud jota i am not so sure about jota gordon has been very consistent for one i think that's a differential but you've always had douglas lewis i think you should go with douglas lewis uh <laughs> <laughs> it does you very good uh yeah on that side do you think i i think the fixture fixture run for bowen is a little bit tricky after game week 22 okay uh bro on that side do you think somebody like a ganacho we have seen him what he does on the pitch man uh it's it's nice and then somebody like an elenga even though i think he has an injury or what i'm not sure uh martinelli we saw him coming game week game two and he gave us the points odigard like last season i thought i was the only guy who was banking in odigard to give me the points we can make out on saka but this time i think there's something wrong with Saka which I don't know what was happening which also is interfering with what or which points you are getting uh, from somebody like uh, Saka on the other end I think uh, Jorginho is back on your team and somebody maybe Pat is coming back also to the team uh, do you think that will uh, maybe will have a change on what you are playing on, on your team uh, not as yet not as yet because uh, in terms of uh, scoring uh, we don't have a defined striker Jesus is uh, really not uh, living up to the expectations of a, of a striker although I do appreciate his uh, contribution to the team it would not be a good idea to bank too much on the midfielders from Arsenal because scoring for them is a gamble do you think Trossard Anybody somebody like a Trossard also uh, maybe may he's giving me the, the vibe that he may be the guy we are missing it out and Arsenal is missing it out but once he comes in he's doing the thing it's true and I agree and I would consider bringing him in the team problem is is the coach thinking the same way today he will include him in the team tomorrow uh, the guy will uh, will be benched so again uh, on that end it becomes a gamble and like i said fpl is an entrepreneurship okay. if this is not given a minute then it would not do good for you to uh, include it, include him in your team only for you to get a zero okay on that side when you as you went up the pod man it's uh, on the forward uh, where i think i'm 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 i'm, I'm having worries carnage when i'm i'm not I'm not that sure. Uh, Watkins was the guy who we had for the longest time of the season. Well, we thought he was giving us the points. But when I check on the points which I've been getting from somebody like a Watkins, they're so worrying to me. Do you think now that Tony's back, Kuna from Wolves, I think this is the guy I should be having on my team. I don't know. Do you think with what you have seen, it's happening in and out? Do you think uh, Watkins is, now is the time we say, it's uh, you have done us nice. Uh, adios, muchacho, please. Uh, I think I can move on to another guy. Keeping it in mind, Haaland may yes. be in any game week from now. Yes, I think especially when Haaland comes back, we'll see like a shift in the formation that we are playing uh, we'll see more of two forwards than three and Watkins is too expensive he's coming in at eight point something so for that kind of price point I think he's underperforming and there are better forwards who are coming out for example like you mentioned Tony Tony has a double game week uh, eight game week 25 and he's not blanking in game week 26 so he's a very very good option like who's the other player that you think man I'm thinking Wolves as far, I, I think the, the, the fixture they're having is not that well good but you have seen if Wolves they're playing at home and 
keeping in mind game 26 they'll be playing against uh Sheffield United and it will be still at home do you think is a and then they're playing against Chelsea away also but Man- uh, this week they're playing against Manchester United at home uh, do you think when you check those fixtures che- Manchester United Chelsea Brentford Tottenham Sheffield Newcastle and Fulham do you think they give you the vibe that you should have Kuhn on your team because uh, we have seen he's scoring it's scoring for him it's it's a guaranteed like we, he will give us that, that one goal I don't see when when it comes to forward you look at the defense of the opponent team and uh we all know that manchester we don't hold uh the defense very well chelsea are very unpredictable uh brentford is not that tight at the back spurs uh they're missing players sheffield is a very good game but a little bit tough newcastle fulham bournemouth i think the uh kuja is a player that you could bring him in and actually hold him in your team for quite some time okay what do you think about darwin uh, as uh, according to what you have seen for his start darwin has been very frustrating i i don't know when we have him he is not he's not performing when we don't have him he's performing and then if you look at the points that he's bringing back five points eight points then one 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 two two three points i don't think uh he's a player to hold on to you'd rather risk it with uh jota Okay, Brian, on your team you still do have somebody like a Solanke on your team. What do you think is the right option you're going to do according to what you have seen of the transfer which is around now? I'm uh, still uh, planning to to retain uh, Solanke uh, because I need two strikers who are who are delivering, really delivering. When I check on your team, I wait, uh, I'll cut you off. When I check on your team, you have somebody like a Solanke, Watkins and uh, Tony. Then who are you cutting off to bring to be to be back with two two strikers? Watkins. Watkins needed to go. Okay. Who uh, Uh, what are you going to shift him with what's he wind up i'm contemplating uh bringing back alan because he should be coming back i i need two strikers who are really delivering okay to be playing regular players in my team and then solanki will be uh coming from the bench and not not all the time because there are those times when a player like tony is having a fixture which is quite difficult and those are the days when solanki will come in handy okay. so i still i still I should retain him is a good player. So I think for all the three strikers I just need quality. Not not fringe players like I had with Crystal Palace uh striker okay. uh Hudson Edwards. Uh, can, can I check on your team? You have Watkins, Solanke and uh Isaac. Who are you going to lose to have somebody like a, a, a Haaland on your team? Of course, uh, I'm going to lose Watkins. Okay. As we end of man for this yeah. game week, yeah. As we end of for this for this game kind of a week. I think I think it's a crazy game week, man. We are not even forced to play against Arsenal. Fulham are playing against Everton. Crystal Palace, Luton against Brentford, Crystal Palace against Sheffield United, Aston Villa against Newcastle, Man City against Burnley, Spurs against Brentford, Liverpool against Chelsea and West Ham against Bournemouth. Our winning off is Wolves against Manchester United. Uh the games are being played on Tuesday, so don't forget. Uh when you check that fixtures, Brio, when you start with you, which do you think is the game week that uh the game that will give us much points and which team do you think is the right team to have your captain from from that kind of a fixture for this week? As an old Nottingham Forest going to be an easy game in my view because Arsenal have a point to prove owing in in light of uh, bad performance they've had uh, in the month of December so they are they are going to to add on to the performance they had last week or last week but one so i think that is the match to watch okay kanaj on your side i'm thinking chelsea against us uh, liverpool against chelsea it's a final before a final i think this is the game which will give us will be, will will the game which will be trying to shake the waters i'm thinking is a game because you can try to have a 
a captain from that game week or what do you think? It's very tricky to captain a very big game like that. Uh, it could end up with so many goals or end up with just a single goal. So I'd rather pick a game like Man City versus Burnley or uh, which other game have I seen? I think Manchester versus Wolves. Okay, with the goalkeeper which we're having, man, I'm having the, I'm having the fear most, man. I think Wolves going to beat us, man. This goalkeeper, if you have seen the clips online about the goalkeeper we're having, for the second cover guy, I'm thinking I'm worrying. The goals will be there, but uh, we are looking at captaincy and a lot of goals. So I think Cunha uh, is going to uh, the Wolves is going to perform very well and even Manchester could perform very well. Remember that Hoyland, uh, the Hoyland uh, scored a goal, so the <laughs> the curse has been lifted. Okay. As we went off, uh, Luton yeah. against Brantford, I think also you can try to have somebody from the Brantford kind of a team. I think those, that's, that's, a, that's, a nice, that's a nice place to have a captain from. Brantford versus Spurs. Luton. Brighton. Brighton. Luton. Brighton. Luton. Brighton. Yeah. I think it's a very tricky game, by the way. Uh, Luton. Brighton. Sheffield. Crystal Palace. Two, those two games. Fulham. Everton. Those three games are very tricky. Uh, anything could happen in that game. Looks like a very dry game. Okay. Do you think what, what's the thoughts you having? If somebody wants to bring in a player for the like kind of a th- long kind of a thing, which team should he consider, and what should uh, 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 in brief, what should he consider uh, trying to assume bring? Because you know, game week twenty six is a blank game week where Liverpool, Luton, Spurs, and Chelsea will be will, will not be playing for that game week. And then on game week twenty uh, twenty five, there's a double game week for Man uh, Brentford and also for Man City. Yeah, look at Man City. They are a team which will assure you a point. The player to look out for is. KDB. Okay. KDB is a guaranteed uh, giver of points. So I would go for KDB. Uh, initially, in our last uh, episode, I remember saying that I would want, I, I would wait to see how he's going to be integrated back to the team after his stint in injury. But with that performance against Newcastle, I think Pep is not going to think twice about. Okay. So KDB for me is helpful. Or players from Man City. Not many players from Man City, but KDB is certainly a player you want to have in your team. Kanaj, what is the thing that you will not do when you are trying to bring these players from your team? Keep in mind also for the blank and the double game. Bring in a player that I'm sure they're not playing. I like, for example, I wouldn't bring in Haaland, uh, not unless I see him in that pitch. I'm not going to risk my transfer and the funds that I have to bring in a player just in anticipation. <laughs> anticipation of him uh, playing. Okay, do you think is it wild move to move out Saka and bring KDB? It's not a wild yeah, move. Uh, yes, I already did that. Uh, Saka has not been performing this season, uh, these couple of games. So, why why have Saka who is playing 60 plus minutes and not giving you points while you can have KDB who is playing uh, 5 minutes and giving you a goal and an assist? Okay, I'm to that man. It's been nice, man. Uh, big thanks, big thanks to man like Brian for coming in game week for this game week uh it's been nice i think points wise man you are suffering still i don't know what you're planning uh that will be for the next week and we'll see if it had bear some fruits on the other hand man carnage uh up to that man uh, it's always nice to have you giving us the manchester United vibes thank you Daud, for having us okay brio as we wind off you think the suffering suffering is temporary we will rest in heaven <laughs> until next week man it's been nice adios uh don't forget uh the game week it's on tuesday so make your changes before that and peace we out peace, peace.